This is Very Public Affairs, the podcast of the Centre for Corporate Public Affairs. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Very Public Affairs podcast. I'm Joe Burke from the Centre, and this week we're talking with two accomplished corporate public affairs leaders whose influence in the function has been wide-reaching. Pamela Catty and Matthew Percival were both formally inducted as Senior Fellows of the Centre for Corporate Public Affairs at the Centre's 2019 Annual Head of Function and Senior Practitioner Roundtable Dinner. Both are highly experienced leaders in corporate public affairs, having led the function in large, complex and issues-rich corporations across a swag of industries. I caught up with them at the dinner to discuss their careers in the function. We spoke about the characteristics of successful leaders, the biggest challenges facing corporate public affairs practitioners today, and about advice they would offer younger versions of themselves. First, I spoke to Pamela. I'm here with Pamela Catty just before the annual corporate public affairs roundtable dinner. Um, Pamela, just thinking about your career and the careers of peers and colleagues that you've observed, what do you see as some of the essential ingredients in a successful career in corporate public affairs? Thanks. Well, I think there are probably four key points. So the first is, not rocket science, know what success looks like. So if you don't know where you're going, you're not going to get there. So for me, success is being able to tangibly show that you add value to the business through the lens of the business. And if you don't do that, you shouldn't exist because what purpose is there for being there? And doing that, so understanding what success looks like and contributing to it is a key part of integrating the function as a part of the business rather than separate from it. So I think the fatal mistakes I've seen are where functions have seen themselves as totally separate from the business in some kind of privilege position. And that leads me to the second point, which is, I think, critical to success is integration and embedding. So how do you get integration and embedding? For me, it's about having a strategy, a corporate affairs strategy that reflects the business strategy. Not just developed by the function, developed with the business leaders. So developed at the executive table, signed off by the executive with measures that they support. So if they buy in, they'll weigh in. They'll really support it. So if you've got the right strategy, then you've got to get the seat at the table. You've got to earn it, use it, not abuse it. And last, know your true north. If you can't make a contribution, get out. So I jumped twice. I jumped when Air New Zealand bought Anset, and I jumped from NAB because I could see that they wanted a reputation that was totally at odds with how they wanted to behave. So about leadership and the function, one of the characteristics of successful leaders is the energy they're able to bring to their teams and their roles. How did you generate and sustain your energy to lead the function and to keep yourself fresh and motivated? Every day was exciting. I worked, I mean, no one is closer than the head of the function to CEOs, board chairman. Twice I was seconded to the board, once when NAB wrote off $4 billion, once when we decided to sell Colesmeyer, then it was the Coles business, and I was seconded to the board to oversee the sales process. What's there not to like about it? You know, we sold mergers, acquisitions. We got rid of a non-executive director from the Colesmeyer board. We wrote off $4 billion. Um, We sold two iconic brands, and those are the things that I can talk about. Um, It would be impossible not to have energy. It was, you know, I feel so privileged to have had that chance. But the thing that gives me most pleasure is developing good teams. So what do you see today as the biggest challenges facing corporate public affairs teams? 
Look, I think the whole social media... You know, we were lucky in our day that still there was a news cycle that was predictable, you could plan. Uh, now, I would imagine that you go to work as a head of function and you have no idea what's going to come down the pike. I think it's really hard when you can't plan, when you can't get back to a strategy, and where everything is so short-term. You've had a varied career in corporate public affairs, in journalism, public policy and politics. How important do you think it is that practitioners are engaged with public policy and the ebbs and flows of politics? I think you've got to know. You've got to be... I mean, one of the key functions of corporate affairs is to understand the inside world of the business or the political party or the government and to understand what your stakeholders think, to be stand in their shoes, understand what they think, understand their views, so that you can take the outside in and the inside out and interpret one for each other. Well, you can't do that if you don't understand both worlds. In fact, it's the unique perspective that I think corporate affairs people bring to any organisation, whether it's in the public sector or the private sector. So as someone who has very successfully built and led effective corporate public affairs teams, what do you think are two or three characteristics of high-performing public affairs teams? Uh, That they behave well. I've seen a lot of corporate affairs teams that behave badly. So when I first went to NAB, this is a long time ago, people told me that my predecessor said that the function lived in trees like apes and should come down and kill people. Um, I'm such a firm believer that it's not just about what you achieve, it's about how you go about it. So teach, not tell. Teach the people that you work with. Facilitate, don't block. And really, I used to say to my team, look, model every single value and behaviour of this organisation. We're in a privileged position. Let's show people that we deserve that privilege. Just finally, looking back on your leadership in the public affairs function, is there anything about managing and looking after yourself that you would have done differently? And if so, how? Oh, yeah, I would have not taken it so seriously. So I can't tell you how many times Jeff Allen used to say to me, for God's sake, Pamela, Rome wasn't built in a day. NAB won't be built in a day. Um, Look, I look back now and think I spent so many weekends working, trying to solve the problems of the organisation. Of course, you can't solve them by yourself. If the organisation doesn't want to change, you're not going to be able to get there by yourself. So the message I would give to all members of the function is plan for your whole life, not just for your work life. Thank you very much, Pamela. It's a pleasure. You're listening to Very Public Affairs, the regular podcast of the Centre for Corporate Public Affairs. The Centre is a membership by company organisation comprising 150 member corporations across Asia-Pacific. We work with our members to disseminate international best practice on managing corporate public affairs. And we offer and deliver professional development to public affairs practitioners globally, including via our online learning platform. The Centre also conducts research into managing the function. Follow us on Twitter or LinkedIn or visit us at www.accpa.com.au or download the Centre's app, which is available both on iTunes and Google Play. I'm here with Matthew Percival before the annual Corporate Public Affairs Roundtable Dinner. Um, Matthew, thanks very much for joining us. Absolute pleasure, Joe. So just thinking about your career and the careers of peers and colleagues that you've observed... What do you see as some of the essential ingredients uh, in a successful career in corporate public affairs? Well, I think the first ingredient is to have a big picture view of the world, Joe. I mean, to be following politics, to be following the twos and fros of world happenings, 
just have a big picture view, not just domestically, but internationally, so you can really have an external view of the world, which gives you a very sound grounding and also a thought process to bolster your career. One of the characteristics of successful leaders is the energy they're able to bring to their roles and their teams. Um, How did you generate and sustain your energy to lead the function and to keep yourself fresh and motivated? Well, number one, of course, is to keep yourself terribly fit. I mean, when you're sitting down all day, it's just vitally important for your energy to make sure you take on some sort of physical activity. Um, How did I keep the team going? I think the major trick in keeping your team or trick the best way of keeping your team going is to have fewer better people have really senior people I mean of course you foster some young talent but to have really really good people people better than yourself I always made a point of trying to employ people who were better and had a better at their craft better at their presentation so I could learn too and then giving them a free hand and there's nothing worse when your boss looks over your shoulder all the time questions you um, so my real job was to, to allow them to do their jobs and particularly in the you know, corporate environment where you, know, you have to protect people's backs very often. So I really saw that as, as, as the key to success, giving people freedom to um, do their jobs, giving them without excessive supervision and at the same time allowing them to, to grow and, and, and develop. So what do you see as some of the biggest challenges facing the corporate public affairs function today? Oh, indisputably a difficult external environment. I think it's very difficult to operate with a sort of very fluid political environment in Western countries at the moment. It's very hard to know where people stand, uh, politicians stand, so that, that makes engagement very hard. Um, I think it's also very hard at the moment because all well, the big challenge at the moment is that business is losing its credibility. It's always been in certain sectors not held in high regard, but I think particularly in Australia right now, following various events, which we all know, uh, it's, you know, it's a struggle to, to have your voice heard with um, credibility because of the cynicism about the approach of business. Well, you've had a varied career in corporate public affairs, uh, in public policy and politics, working for Jeff Kennett in Victoria. How important do you think it is that practitioners are engaged with public policy and the ebbs and flows of politics? Oh, it's absolutely vital, Joe, and I think that's one of the primary expectations you'll have internally is to be an expert in this field. Um, And it's where you can have real influence. Uh, Therefore, I think it's really helpful to actually, if you have the opportunity as a young practitioner to work for a politician or to work uh, in the public service for a period so you really understand the milieu and the way, the way they think and they operate and also that engenders your respect when you're dealing with those people. It's also quite exciting. It's good fun. <laughs> and as someone who has very successfully built and led effective corporate public affairs teams, what do you think are the two or three characteristics of high-performing public affairs teams uh, that you've seen? Well, I think, I think it's very much about having um, collegiacy. You've really got to foster a spirit of everyone helping each other. Uh, it's very much about being very responsive, very quick and very open. And finally, just not taking yourselves too seriously. I mean, you know, this, this, you've got to maintain a sense of balance and a sense of humour. You know, we're not solving world hunger or curing cancer here. So very important to have that um, that, that sense of proportion. And just finally, looking back uh, on your leadership in the public affairs function, if there was one thing you could do differently in managing yourself and managing teams, what would it be? 
I, I would have gone a lot slower and not been so impetuous. I think when I, when I was young, I was you know, probably a pain in the neck. I was so you know, manic in trying to get things done. And um, you know, as I got older, I got a lot wiser. Uh, as a, you, know, you would say that, wouldn't I? But it, it's, it is something just to, to just slow down a little, um, not to hinder your career, but just think a little bit rather than just being so reactive. And don't take things too personally. When things go wrong, I mean, everyone's career doesn't go smoothly. I think it's really important to remember that things things can go wrong. You hit speed bumps, you hit awkward personalities. But you know, try not to take it personally and things always get better. Well, Matthew, thanks very much for joining us. Really appreciate it. Thank you. If you enjoyed this episode of Very Public Affairs, subscribe in iTunes and leave a review. For more, visit the Centre for Corporate Public Affairs website at www.accpa.com.au.